the Lord began to take us on a journey to remind us that we belong to a special tribe. We are born from a special stock, if you like. We are a special breed by virtue of our believing in Jesus Christ through our baptism. God, who is the creator of all things, who created us in his own image and likeness, did something to us. He changed our breed. He changed our stock. Because when Adam sinned, there was a corruption. Just like agriculturists, what they do in boarding, may have a tree that is so nice, maybe an orange tree, that is very strong, that can withstand drought and pests and diseases, but cannot bear sweet orange. What do they do? They will go and cut the branch of a sweet orange that cannot sustain the, the brutality of pests and diseases. What they call the root disease. They will cut the branch of that orange that is of a sweet orange and go and cut the branch of the uh, sweet orange, if you like, but has strong resistance. And then they will, in a way, you know, prepare it, cut it very well, and then put them together and tie it. And because they are together, over time, they grow together. So now, the root of that orange is of the unsweet orange, but has capacity to withstand diseases, pest attacks. But the branch is a sweet orange. So at the end of it all, is now having capacity to withstand any form of, you know, attack, and is now producing sweet orange. That's what happened to us. We were supposed to be strong all the way. But when Adam sinned, something entered our system. We became vulnerable to darkness, to death, to diseases, to negativity to frustrations and limitations. God has to raise for us a new stock. And Jesus is a new stock. He is the root of Jesse. That's why he said, I am the vine. And what? The branch, you see? Because we are the beauty of God. So he is the stock while we are the branches. So we have received capacity to withstand anything that has, you know, that can bring negativity. You have it. It's part of what you acquired when you believed in Jesus. Something was given to you. It's called the spirit of the living God. And that's why the Bible says, and the spirit of the, of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, counsel, the spirit of piety or might, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, is rest upon him. And that same spirit came back again on the day of Pentecost. Why is God so desperate about our reality? We didn't pray for it. You didn't ask the Savior to come. It was God's design for a purpose in your life. You know, sometimes we think that God is not interested in us. Yes, we think God is not interested in us. When he was talking to the disciples yesterday, he said, Blessed are your ears, for they hear what you hear. 
There's a hearing that blesses a man. I don't think you got what I just said. There's a hearing. Just there's something that you hear that blesses you. It's the word of God. The way you hear it matters a lot. The way you hear the word of God matters a lot in your life. To the degree to which you dispose yourself to hear it will determine the impact you have in your life. That's why you have two persons in the church. Why the same message is being given? One is blessed so much. One is, one is left empty-handed. Because of the way he heard. And you say, blessed are your ears for they hear what you, what you hear. He said, for great men and prophets of old, desire to hear what you hear. What is so special about hearing? Jesus has revealed that to us. Then he went for that. Blessed are your eyes for they see what they see. What you see matters. Our problem is that there's a way we hear that does not translate. There's a way we see that does not translate. You need the spirit to hear properly. That is why, if you understand some of these things, church is not that you come to church. You stand up. You stand up, stand up, stand up. And you receive communion. You think that believe in God, and then you go back home. You think that's church? No, sorry. A time time, no. There's more to being a Christian than just the superficial that we see every day. Yes. Bless your ears. Bless are your eyes. He's your creator, remember? He knows your faculties very, very well. So he can look at you and know whether your ears are blessed. As I always say here, Jesus can look at you and know, oh, this man is blessed. I can see the impact of my word through his instrument of the ear. He can look at your eyes and say, oh, this eyes is blessed. Because these eyes see things. Because what you see is what you become. You cannot change your life until you change what you are seeing. And that's how to do with your mind. Very, very, you know, deep. We need to reflect on this. What do you hear? What are you hearing? What are you perceiving? What are you seeing? In your journey thus far, what are you seeing? Everything is not the best. There are things that are best that you have to see. And that's why you have to make the effort to see the right things. A lot of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of fat things. He said, on that day. Only those who can hear on that day, only those who can see on that day, are the ones who can feast. Yes. Which day is that? Is this day? These days are into now. Paul said, we are in the days of salvation. Today is your day of salvation. That means God is ever eager about you. To bring to you the fullness of himself in this our era, right now. This era of grace. God is one chasing you. Blessed are the ears that can hear him. Blessed are the eyes that can see him. While the Lord is busy doing his work, many don't see him. They don't see him. 
they don't see him. Either they are victims of dissipation or they are victims of drunkenness, intoxication, or they are busy with the cares of his life. The miracle is to say, take heed. Take heed. That you not what? Your heart is not made dull or dissipated. I mean, or coerced by dissipation, by drunkenness, by the case of this world. So you, you see, it has a lot to do with your personal journey with God. Diligent journey with the Lord. You personally. And for that to happen, it means you have to do some violence to yourself. You have to create your own life. Create your own world and journey with the Lord. If not, if you continue on the general note, you will get nowhere. You will be lost in the crowd. You will be lost in the crowd. A few of fat things of choice wine and of fat things full of marrow, of choice wine, were refined. And that says, and he will destroy on this mountain. You know, a few days ago, we talked about the mountain, right? Good. On this mountain, again, the covering that is cast over all people. There's a curse. They would go reveal to us what eyes cannot see. But we can see, perceive it by faith. There's a covering on the earth, on all human beings on earth. It's invisible. It's an energy. It has capacity to influence your life negatively. But God is saying the only place that we're free from the you know negativity of this uh, covering, it says all is what mountain. The covering that casts of all people, the veil that is spread over all the nations, he will swallow up death forever. That veil will be taken. Isaiah 61 says, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness inside the peoples. Every day we see this energy at work, creating violence, wickedness, everywhere. In this realm of life, nothing good happens on its own. You force it to happen. You don't plant grass, but grass grows everywhere. But plant flowers, you have to water it. You see? You plant maize, you have to weed around it. If not, the weed will come and consume it. Nothing good happens in this terrain naturally. Let me say it again. Nothing good happens in this our terrain of existence naturally. Every good you see was enforced. Either knowing or knowing. And if you want to sustain that good, you have to continue to sustain for it to last. If not, because in this age, goodness cannot last. The only thing that drives in this realm is darkness, is death, is negativity, is wickedness. That's why you need the Spirit of God to live in this realm. You see, it is easy for you to do evil. Then to do good. You wish good in your heart. As you wake up the next morning, it translates to evil. Paul said, The evil I, want, I don't want to do is what I see myself doing. Because this age is called the evil age. Jesus called it the perverse generation. He called it that name. He's a creator. So that's why your Christian militancy becomes a necessity. Now, Jesus, he dealt with the issue of the covering in their lives. The men walked. The people walked. Those who were sick, he healed them. He cast out demons. After they have stayed with him, how many days? Three days. Three days. Not three days of maybe two, two hours. So. Like the one we're going to have very soon. I'll retreat. Two, two hours. And some will still come late and leave early. 
This will stay with Jesus money to night, night to morning, one day, continually for three days. There's a way you stay with the Lord that he is not only just healing your issues. He will even go into the other areas of your life. He said, this person with me, I will not allow them to go. He was even concerned about their food. Why some Christians are fighting God for no providing for them? They are saying, God, where are you? They are even questioning him. With a mouth he created for them, they are using to question him. There's a way you go about your life with the Lord that things will change. Yes. Gain that wisdom. That's why the world is coming to us right now. That we may gain the wisdom of knowing how to walk with the Lord. To be ardent listeners who are ready to sit with the Lord for him to finish up the good work. You will not dare when he created your head. You will not dare when he fixed your eyes. You will not dare when he wonderfully and fearfully made you. Why do you think he can be involved in the rest Think about it. The way you are now, you didn't beg him to do it. Why do you need to beg him to finish up the remaining aspect of the Lord that is just the smallest aspect? That's why he said, if you have faith, everything is what? Possible. So join this advent, the way you learn deep and come to certain understanding that will change our work with the Lord. Yes. You must be conscious of this season and deliberately, intentionally take some practical steps of being with the Lord. Spend some more time. Read your Bible. Ask the questions. Go into yourself and resolve certain things in your mind and your soul and your heart. So that your Christmas celebration will not just be Merry Christmas on Sunday, but Merry Christmas to.